0: Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon.
1: Brooke, did you know that Cvent is offering its certification exams at no charge?
0: No way. What's the catch?
1: (laughs) Brooke, there is no catch. From now until August 31st, anyone can certify in any of the Cvent solutions in just a few steps. First, you choose the certification that best suits your skills. Then you start studying for the exam. You can join a study group, binge on some online training videos, and take the test on your own time. After that, share your newly earned credentials with your network.
0: Wait, this sounds a little too good to be true. Is this only for hotel and event professionals?
1: Nope. This includes hospitality students as well.
0: You know what? I did hear about this. I heard it also includes the new venue sourcing certification. That's for event planners and organizers who use the Cvent Supplier Network.
1: Yep, and at no cost. Anyone can get certified by going to cvent.com slash podcast and click on the ad at the top of the page. You don't need a code or special link. This is free to all meetings and hospitality professionals through August 31st.
0: And Cvent is offering free training as well. This is such a great opportunity for meeting planners, suppliers, and even students. Since March, over 12,000 professionals have registered to get certified. You can join them by going to cvent.com slash podcast. Today we are joined by McNeil Keenan. He's the Vice President of Product Management here at Cvent and he's gonna talk about some creative ways to approach virtual trade shows and how we can still connect with customers and prospects who might be struggling to fill a gap in leads.
1: That's right, he's bringing us a great perspective on thinking outside the physical trade show booth and is here to share some valuable lessons learned when shifting a trade show strategy from in-person to virtual.
0: That's right, so let's get to the conversation with McNeil.
1: McNeil, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thanks, guys. Excited to be here. Yeah, can you start by giving us a little background on what you do at c and how you ended up as a vice president? Sure, so I've actually been at c
2: for 13 years. Uh, I think June is my 13th year anniversary, so my uh, journey maybe not may not be the typical one. I started right out of school uh, on our sales team, so uh, doing inside sales, hitting the phones all day long, I uh, actually helped us uh, enter the Australia sales market over time. And so um started in sales for my first five years. And, and really, the, to give you the, the short version of it, my last seven or so has been focused on the product side. So I went from selling the products that we were building to uh, really helping build uh, the products and kind of shape the strategy of, of where we're going.
0: A true C-Vent success story, McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop, nothing Brooke. to joke about <laughs> Um, so things are uh, changing, right? I'm sure the past couple of months have been pretty crazy, especially from a product standpoint. Um, and now we're talking everything about virtual all the time. And one of the things that always comes to mind is the exhibit hall or exhibiting at events. Cause it was a really important part of that live event experience. What does this look like in a virtual trade show?
2: Sure. So I think a lot of people uh, tend to think, well, Hey, it, it should look like uh, a virtual trade show. So some of the the softwares out there, we call them kind of virtual conference providers, uh, will actually provide some sort of skeuomorphic type of experience. So meaning it's a a digital representation of the in real life environment. And so certainly at some shows, you might see something like that where a virtual booth uh, almost looks like a booth, uh, but then it tends to be kind of populated with chat room type experiences. Uh, other tools are really just kind of digital first and that you've got your digital listings, you've got your, your, your digital virtual booth. Um, largely it, it, it's really just talking about digital real estate instead of physical or, or uh, in-person real estate. So that's what it looks like. Uh, but that doesn't really speak to exactly uh, you know how it would actually work.
1: Yeah. And so I, I'm just thinking from the perspective of our exhibitors, this is such a new experience participating in virtual trade shows. McNeil, what's the secret really to successfully participating in a virtual trade show?
2: So I mean I think the the big thing here is you're just being listed on a on a website, which which can almost be what what a virtual trade show can look like. Uh you know, it's not going to be enough just to kind of sit and wait. Uh first you've got to figure out what's your promotion strategy, how do you get people digitally there? Uh, And ultimately, once you get them there, how do you actually make contact and in a more meaningful way, right? It's not just uh, relegated to a chat room, you know, oh, can you send me a, you know, one piece of collateral, you send it and not a lot of value is exchanged either way. Um, And so you really, ultimately, you got to think about how do you get people to the booth so that you can have face-to-face conversation, even if it's over video conferencing technology, so that you can have a meaningful conversation.
0: So this brings us to this whole engagement piece, right? So... I'm in marketing and engagement is super important for us. Um, this is how we get those leads in. And so when we're at an in-person trade show, it's all about getting people to the booth or setting up those one-on-one appointments, right? Are you seeing that same engagement when you're using a virtual platform?
2: Yeah, so I think you got to realize what, what a virtual event really represents, right? It, it represents a kind of traditional time that the industry gets together reevaluates their technology partners, reevaluates service offerings and their vendors, and they want to hear about the the industry's trends. So with virtual events, that still holds, right? And so it's really about how do you capture that moment in time, that moment of the industry? Um, So, you know, again, you can't just sit there and watch it and and kind of passively participate. Um, So people are engaging on social media, they're engaging in in new channels, you've got to be there, you've got to take a proactive approach. So Brooke, like you said, scheduling appointments you know, it's a great icebreaker. It's a reason for your sales team to get in touch. Hey, I know you usually attend this event every year. Uh, we're putting on a lot of special activities. We're making our subject matter experts available at this time. We're making our executives available at this time. We're doing X, Y, and Z presentations at this time. So ultimately, that virtual event can really be that driver, that the driver of urgency, which marketers always love. They love to rally around, hey, there's a reason why I'm calling you now versus any other time. Uh, so we see you know, that is being the key is ride the wave, so to speak, and capture it. And a lot of times that does manifest itself into you know, just now's a good time to schedule an appointment with our team uh, or come see us present. We're going to be doing a live presentation at, at XYZ time.
0: So you're saying those one-on-one interactions with prospects or customers can still happen in a virtual platform? Like how, what does sure. that look like?
2: Sure. So, I mean, look, it, it, it's always the goal of the sales team to, to schedule these one-on-one interactions, whether it's an initial phone call to a demo to, you know, reviewing your contract and really just kind of moving a, a deal or opportunity through the pipeline. Uh, so virtual events, again, kind of serve that urgency. So you might have your uh, inside sales teams or sales development reps pre-calling your show list. So maybe you start with attendees that visited your booth last year um, and you, you actually will go ahead and call down on that list and you know, use that call to action, and schedule the appointments. So then you kind of build that, uh, that momentum going into the event. So you've already got a list of people that you know you're scheduled to speak with. You're gonna connect virtually over something like a Zoom, like the experience we're on right now. Um, and you're not just gonna be reliant on the people that digitally stop by your booth.
1: Yeah, I'm really personally excited to see all this in action. And I think I'm gonna be able to see it with uh, Cvent Connect. Because, you know, Cvent recently made the decision to switch to a uh, virtual for Cvent Connect. How is Cvent planning on conducting this now virtual trade show?
2: Sure. So for us, it's um, it's a little bit unique. Um, so we run maybe a traditional user conference, what a lot of technology companies are doing uh, over the last five or 10 years. Um, so we've got two different types of booths. We've got our own booths. Uh, so traditionally, we've referred to this as our innovation pavilion, where... Um, we showcase our latest products and a little bit of our roadmap and we staff our booths with our product experts, um, you know, really can answer all of our customers and prospects questions. And then we've got what we call the trade show where we connect a lot of um, the industry's venues and destinations with the industry's planner. So, so both sides of the equation are, are our customers. So on that first piece where our product showcase booths, um, you know, we, we are going to look to run a virtual booth so people can join essentially what is a zoom meeting. Uh, and we'll have each booth staffed with subject matter experts for that relevant product area. Uh, now, some people might be a little bit intimidated by you know, just joining and having a conversation. So to alleviate that, we're also gonna be looking at timed presentations. So maybe on the hour, every half hour, people know they can come in, no pressure, and just view a quick five minute presentation or an overview uh, of what we're gonna be doing. Uh, now, if they wanna go in depth to their specific use case, zoom specifically has some great functionality called breakout rooms so we can say great uh, why don't you actually talk to cody here Uh, we're going to throw you into a breakout room so you can have a one-on-one conversation and no one else is going to be you know listening in and and you can tailor it a little more specifically to their needs so we're excited about about that functionality of course we're also going to be kind of packing that digital booth with all sorts of collateral and information that people can get so you know maybe they're listening on that presentation they can multitask with other other collateral and things like that as well On the other side you know we're trying to connect our uh, what's called third-party sponsors to our audience of of planners and marketers uh, we're going to go with something a little bit more structured in the form of a virtual appointments program now the nice thing with virtual appointments is is people can kind of move from appointment to appointment in the digital realm extremely quickly Um, so likely it could even just be an industry hour or maybe it's a maybe it's one or two hours long but people will be able to do those six to 10 minute uh, kind of quick meetings just to keep the conversation in the industry going um, and provide a really engaging experience, not just value to our sponsors, but also you know really facilitating a sense of community within the event itself.
1: Very cool. Uh, you know, One of the things I'm also excited for is your webinar tomorrow. And I heard that you have uh, five ways to drive leads. All of our exhibitor audience is gonna wanna hear this. Can you tell us a little bit about, about these five ways? Sure. So we have a lot of customers that are just exhibitors, right? They use our universal
2: appointments and universal lead capture solution. um, And they've used that solution from their in-person events, right? So they go from maybe 50 shows a year, a hundred shows a year. And and ultimately they're looking to get uh, value two ways. One is brand awareness and the second is leads generated, right? So they're just trying to capture new leads. And so those two goals haven't changed in virtual, um, they're still looking for brand awareness, they're still looking for leads, but the way to do it isn't the same as somebody walking up to a booth and scanning their badge. Um, so you know, as people visit with you digitally, you've got to have that ability to quickly act. That comes in two ways. One, if somebody's interested, maybe don't just leave the conversation in a chat room, bring it to face-to-face and, and, and fire up a WebEx meeting or a Zoom meeting or a GoTo meeting. Just be ready to go, have your sales team equipped with that playbook. And second, don't just have the conversation and then hope that that the customer or prospects going follow up with you, but make sure you have a, a structured way for your sales team to capture those leads, qualify them and ultimately act on them at the backside of the, the trade show. Um, but that's kind of the, the, the arc uh, of what we'll be talking about tomorrow.
0: The sneak peek everyone. And we will put a link to the webinar for tomorrow um, in the episode description. So I encourage you guys all to join. Um, now McNeil, When you go to trade shows, I mean, companies spend lots of money, right, to go and exhibit. um, And a lot of that is their brand, right? Their brand is everywhere at these in person events. How does that translate to this virtual environment?
2: Sure. So, you know, I think part of the brand is is authenticity and being thought of as a thought leader uh, in the space. And so, you know, you combine that with ways to drive urgency, uh, you know, I think just being live versus recorded or, or prepackaged content is going to be pretty critical. You know, ultimately that means that the most valuable opportunity for a sponsor and exhibitor at an event is to have a presentation, to be part of the event schedule, to, to be a part of maybe not just making an explicit sales pitch, but be part of kind of the, the, the zeitgeist of the event, so to speak. So they're actually contributing to the content and ultimately that's going to create great brand awareness. We're even seeing some, um, some planners offer to share the attendance list, assuming that that, that attendees agree to that uh, with their sponsors. So not only do they get brand awareness, thought leadership as being a presenter, contributing to the content, uh, but they're also getting leads from those that actually uh, attended and logged in.
1: So cool! Well, McNeil, it's been so great having you on the podcast, especially for your uh, for our sneak peek for your uh, webinar for tomorrow. But before I let you go, if you had to leave our event professionals with one takeaway or just a piece of advice when thinking about virtual trade shows, what would that be?
2: Uh, virtual trade shows. Well, I mean, I think it's still some of the basics, right? In that, um, you know, some people are questioning can they get value out of a virtual trade show? Um, one thing is value is an equation, right? It's cost plus benefit uh, and that's how you get to value. So the cost of exhibiting at a virtual trade show is, is quite a bit lower. Um, but we're seeing some, some really high quality outputs as well. So as long as you've got the playbook, um, your value equation might actually even increase compared to some of your historical in-person trade shows because you know the cost of flights, the cost of hotels, time out of an office, that's tremendously lower. And if you're able to capitalize on the experience, and again, that moment in time that everybody's kind of thinking about how to connect with the industry and stay in touch, if you can capitalize on that, then your value equation might net-net, increase. Um, and that's, you know, if you're an organizer, that's how you've got to be thinking, you've got to be able to prove that to your exhibitors and on the exhibition side, you know, again, that's where you got
1: to have that playbook to capitalize on it. That sounds great. And McNeil, are there any resources you'd like to share with our audience? Sure. So we'll definitely be providing a link
2: to uh, sign up for tomorrow's webinar. Uh, plus we're going to be talking a lot about virtual events, plus everything, all the other updates we have, um, both at Cvent and in the greater across the greater industry at Cvent Connect Virtual. It'll be happening August 25th and 26th. So if you haven't signed up for that yet, definitely make sure to do it.
0: Count me in. I will be there. And thank you so much for joining the podcast, McNeil.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Wow, that was so great to hear McNeil's advice on how we can think about trade shows differently in the virtual space.
0: Oh my gosh, I know. And I'm just so excited that we could give our listeners a sneak peek into a really cool webinar tomorrow.
1: That's right. And also for our listeners, to get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cment.com podcast. You can check out the episode description for a link to additional resources. And if anyone out there has important information to share about how you're approaching virtual trade shows, please let us know by emailing us at podcast.cment.com. We would love to have you on the show.
0: Before you guys know it, we're going to have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.